thank you once again for joining us here at the Coven. This week, Encola is going to be discussing star anise and mugwort and how it uh, opens up your psychic awareness. And I'm going to be discussing a little gem that I found. It's called Purple Blue Strife. Enjoy. burning some bay yes <laughs> if you don't have any smudge sticks and you have some bay leaves burn that bad boy and that's good for the down low witch because that's just something you have mm-hmm. in your kitchen it's wonderful for soups chicken stock and yeah. magic magic <laughs> you know i think that's something too that we should incorporate right the down low witch because yeah. you know what I understand sometimes you can't live out loud and you do want to acknowledge your your inner witch, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I think even people, it's not so much even that, it's like if if they're a little embarrassed to do it, like even if they have a supportive family, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just small little things you can do every day like that. Yeah, because you know what, you could be in a... And I'm, I've been thinking about a lot of things, right? Because <laughs> I always no, think. you? You thinking? <laughs> Me? Never. 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 Um, I'm going to make some tea. You can live out loud, and then you can also live out loud quietly. You can live, like Lena say, with a, um, a family that's very accepting, but you can also be respectful, too, of your space, and you could have your practices... And no one know you're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's. I think kitchen witchery is probably the. Yeah. The best one. Yeah. To do that with. Wicca in the. Because um, of the herbs yeah. and. I have a book called Wicca in the Kitchen. Oh no way. Yeah. That's so cute. And it's so funny because I was looking at it today and I was like, I wonder why I bought this book. <laughs> We've covered this. <laughs> Here's a subject, so maybe that's something we'll cover another time, like having your practice and having no one know you're in the practice, because sometimes too, that's the mystique. They don't need to know. It's, it's, it's very personal. Exactly. It's your business. You gotta love it. No. He makes me... <laughs> He makes me insane. You make me happy. I'm assuming that the podcast world can hear that the mower just turned on and Brian was probably like, oh, they're going to do their podcast. I was quiet all morning. Let's go mow the lawn. Let's go mow the lawn now. Not while she was out getting groceries. <laughs> yep. Nope. Nope. Now. He's such a uh, love of my life. Yep. Love of my But I do know, love that he mows good. the lawn. Makes me happy. It exactly. makes him happy. Right. It's toy. It's like, at least the lawn is made. Yeah, he's a little obsessive with the lawn, but that's okay. That's okay. It is, it's cute. It's so that's going to be our background noise today. A little, a little bit of greenery. It's fine. Yep, it's real life. <laughs> All right, my topics today are going to be mugworts hmm. and star anise. I feel like we've done mugwort. Did we do a different wart? Um, we may have done mugwort, but I'm going to talk about them together. Oh, together. Oh, okay. Yeah. One of your mixtures. All right. Yeah. All right. Excellent. That's, yeah. I, um... And then I figured you do tarot, and I'll do oracle. Oracle. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah I've been doing my tarot 
Because I've warning. missed your tarot. Oh, thank you. I bet it missed you too. Yeah. Hi, guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, something upside down. That's never, that's odd. But how about if we do like up? Uh, how can we mix it up? Since it's Virgo season, let's mm -hmm. do something. No, everybody does that. It's so cliche and What's that? boring. What's cliche? And I, I do like when people do guys out there. I love when you do your monthly readings because I oh. watch them. But I don't want to do that for us. I feel like other people do that. But I'm saying let's mix it up. Like instead of doing what's ahead for the week, let's do a topic. Like what can someone look out for hmm. at work? No, it's a good topic. For the week. You know Watching what I mean? Watching out for work. Oh. Yeah. Uh, does it spice it up? We don't have to choose that, but I'm saying that like, you could think about it while we talk, and then yeah, I don't know. At the end, we could pick something. Yeah, that sounds good. Just something different. All right, All right the space, space has been cleansed. cleansed. <laughs> oh boy, twinsies again. Space is cleansed. Um, All right. So, what do we want to do first? Do you want to go first? Um, I'm going to have you go first because I'm going to borrow that wonderful big book of uh, Medica. Yeah. Because, like I said, my notes are on my phone, which is also a recording I, device. So. I literally. Didn't bring it for me. I just brought it. I do love this book. I'm gonna steal it. I don't even know if it's gonna be in here because it's not considered a, 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 no, a an herb necessarily. But I'm gonna see if she's in here. Hmm. I mean, I just know we've oh, hit words a lot. Oh, oh she's actually course. in your book. How cool! Look at this. Look at that. It's a sorry, just look. Yeah. Like check out. I don't know. It's oh, cool. it's yeah, purple do strife. I think I'm saying that. So then it's it's good for something, Lena. Oh, it is, and it's yeah. Well, we'll talk about it, but yeah. We have found something good. In my backyard, go figure. We're gonna go harvest the whole shit ton Oh of no, it. that was what I was gonna do, but then I had to go food shopping, but I figured mm -hmm. if you're here, we're gonna go out. I mean, I'm talking. We're gonna go out and go cut Oh yeah, shit. there's okay. a lot. Cause you know you're gonna say, well now I need that. And we're gonna go, well, I can get it. All right, so mugwort, right? And we have talked about this before. The full name, Artemis Herb, Artemisa, Felon Herb, Muggins, Naughty Man, Old Man, Old Uncle Henry, Sailor's Tobacco, St. John's Plant. Right. Okay, that's right? why I That's why this. we were yes. like, oh, okay. like St. John's or, or like, no, no. no. Right. I remember that yeah. now. It's a feminine plant. Planet is Venus. The element is Earth. And the deities, which, so for me, and they're no longer deities. They're spirits, Right. We have to change the language. They're spirits. We have to understand who we are, what we're stepping into. And deities control, spirits guide. I mean, it's just, it's the literary. It's yeah. the literary, you yeah. understand, but the word, the words are important. Just like a spell, words are important. And patriarchal societies, deities control. Yeah. But spirits guide. I mean, I know the Celtic speak, they end up using the Fae. The Fae, yeah. And the order of the Fae a lot. Yeah, but the so, Fae's are still spirits, right? Right. right. all just different ways of like. Exactly. Yeah. And whenever people go in and take over people's cultures and they change up words, they yeah. change up how they use it to control, right? So. 
I'm for me personally when I go forward speaking their spirits because that's a greater understanding that I now have. Yeah. No, I like it. It's okay. it's general enough too. So. Yeah. So the spirits are Artemis and Diana. The powers are strength, psychic powers, protection, prophetic dreams, healing, astral projection. Magical uses Place mugwort in the shoes to gain strength during long walks or runs. For this purpose, pick mugwort before sunrise, saying, Tolam te Artemisa nelasos sim in V. Right? A pillow stuffed with mugwort and slept, off, slept upon will produce prophetic dreams. Mugwort will also mugwort is also burned with sandalwood or wormwood during scrying rituals, and a mugwort infusion in drink sweetened with honey before divination. So that's the one part I want. I'm going to focus on later. The infusion is also used to wash crystal balls and magic mirrors. And mugwort leaves are placed around the base of the ball or beneath it to aid in psychic workings. When carrying mugwort, you cannot be harmed by poison, wild beasts, or sunstroke, according to ancient traditions. In a building, mugwort prevents elves and evil things from entering and bunches of mugwort are used in Japan by Inus to exercise spirits of diseases who are thought to hate the odor. Right? I'm just wondering what it smells and like that's so like. smudging, right? Oh, it's delicious. Oh, and it's, I think it's in the tea. I, mean. I think I have mugwort oil, essential oil maybe, but mm -hmm. I gotta go find it. Oh no, it's warm wood, never mind. Yeah. And I, I, I put mugwort in the tea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. In China, it is hung over doors to keep evil spirits from building. Mugwort is also carried to increase lust and fertility to prevent backache and to cure diseases and madness. Placed next to the bed, it aids in achieving astral projection. Okay. I'm not sure if I want to astral project. I've actually done it. It's great. You said that, and I, I, I but don't know why. It makes me very nervous. Oh, well, I'm an ear sign. Right. You're an earth sign. So, that's why. For you, terra firma, you love to be tethered to the earth. Yeah. Right? I'm an ear sign. I love to fly. So it would it makes sense yeah. that your natural inclination is, I do, give me something that grounds me. Right. Give yeah. me an herb that plants me firmly, because ooh, I would enjoy that ride. I'm yeah. like ooh, I get to fly. <coughs> Take I mean, me up, I Scotty. Like it would be, well, I don't know. I think it's the lack of control, maybe. Yeah. I, but I've never done it. So. Yeah. See, because when you um, when you astral project, once you understand that you also have control, 
But see, I've also been in deep sleep when I go. And when I'm in sleep, I know that I'm in control. Because I've also, I, I know when to make myself return to my body safely. Yeah. Right? So there are times where my body is like, I'm ready to wake up. I'm fully charged. And I'm, I have to call my spirit back in. And I'm very conscious and aware of that. I'm like, okay, come back. Yeah. Oops, 11-11. You know? <laughs> uh, so, the one topic I'm going to focus on here is using mugwort, working with mugworts to enhance your psychic skills. Mm-hmm. Right? Copy, um, couple that with star anise. Star anise is another plant that if you are building your psychic skills, is also good for that as well. So I love the way it smells too. Oh my god, oh my I god. love how it smells. So yummy. So star anise, the folk name is Badiana. Um, folk name is also Chinese anise. Gender masculine, planet Jupiter, element air. Powers is psychic powers and luck, magical uses. The seeds are burnt as incense to increase psychic powers and are also worn as beads for the same purpose. So you can actually take the stars, which Mm -hmm. are the seeds, you can burn that as an incense, Mm -hmm. just much like you can burn the cinnamon stick as an incense, which I often do. You can crush it to make um, infusions. You can crush it, put it on powder too, which is basically, yeah, yeah, it's just all crushed up. Yeah. Um, to put it on coal, but if you're a witch, that's like I got a mortar and pestle. I like doing all of that. Do you remember I put it in my candles, and so as mm-hmm. they burned down, it would they catch fire and burn, burn with the smell of the candle. Oh yeah. my god! So they almost came like little wicks. Yeah, so that so smelled good. so good when it mm-hmm. did that. Yes. Um, that was oh my god, that was so good. We gotta make candles <laughs> soon. I know. Yes, next week. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so. The seeds, um, okay, so the seeds are burnt as incense to increase psychic powers and are also worn as beads for the same purpose. Sometimes star anise is placed on the altar to give it power. One is placed to each of the four directions. It is also carried as a general luck bringer. And the seeds make excellent pendulums. Oh, yeah, I can see that. If you make a homemade one. Look at that. That's to the point about star anise, right? So, mugwort and star anise together. Um, I'm thinking... Okay, I'm not going to say out loud what I'm thinking. That's, that's an off-topic thing. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you can't give away a product away. True, true. <laughs> but, so if you want to work with these to build your own psychic... Um, build up your own psychic abilities you can make teas with it right Mm -hmm. that's something I'm in the process of working on Um, but you can also make your own talisman with them and I think that's something that's easy for people who aren't in the process okay they don't understand how to make their own teas they're not comfortable with brewing Mm -hmm. their own teas it's something simple as making a little mojo bag. Oh yeah, yeah. And carrying with them or having with them. 
to help like if okay you want to get into meditation having that with you but as a practice i started drinking mugwort and i started drinking star anise in fact the weight loss tea that i made Mm -hmm. without realizing it i put those ingredients in it my um blue dream which is that has the marijuana blue lotus Mm -hmm. star anise mugwort like it has all those things and it's i put those in it and slowly i've seen a greater increase that should be how it works right slowly yeah slowly and so that's what you want to see like some people are different some people it would be a rapid acceleration it's just how you use it for on yourself right like i've seen people burn out mm-hmm. and you don't want to burn yourself out i've personally kept my gifts to like this space sharing it on our podcast sharing it with lena having lena help me sharing it with my, with my friends in the book club mm-hmm. um every now and then i post a little thing on instagram but and then definitely working with my teas but i don't put my services out there you know because i understand that i'm growing and learning and it's just because i'm doing that don't mean i have to run out there and be like hey look at me look at me i can do this because you burn yourself out Mm -hmm. but if you want to really you say to yourself i have these abilities and you want to strengthen them i definitely think these are two um herbs that you could work with and find different ways that they'll work for you in like that like very subtle way right because mm-hmm. you can bring mugwort in the home you could make teas with it right you could have them in small quantities you don't have to I like have the fact that you can hang house. it in batches around the house which exactly. is just always nice right um, like a dried like dried flowers a lot of people mm-hmm. dry roses you could add it to like that yep you know? I know um, star anise is added to a lot of potpourri mixes just because yeah. it's naturally awesome. Right. But when you were talking earlier, you said pe- people can sleep with mugwort like in their pillow. In their pillows, yes. And when I was thinking of the star anise when you were talking, what came to me was um, you were talking about making a talisman, but I was actually thinking like some sort of a strong crown. Yeah. Because we're talking about opening up your psychic vision, your 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 head chakras. Yeah. Your crown. But um. But yeah, no, I was thinking, because not, I don't know if you'd be able to sleep that way, because you wouldn't sleep just, I mean, yeah. I would sleep just perfectly flat. But still, even if you uh, made, strung something together, perhaps with the mugwort mm-hmm. and that, like, um, what do they call those things you wear around your head? Like a, a little, crown, but, like a laurelette. Like a laurel, thank you, yes. a laurel. A laurel. Um, so that when you do your work, it is there. Yeah. It's literally on that chakra, so I don't know. I think that might be mm-hmm. kind of something artsy crafty Art, very much artsy crafty yeah. we, could do, we could do a ooh, and, and you'll smell lovely next week. yeah that'll be fun let's put a note in it get some star. I do have some in a jar I don't know if I have much left though I put but a lot in I my candle I feel like we should get some more star anise for something like that because if we're going to make a crown of it yeah. and then I feel like a Hobby Lobby trip is needed <laughs> Not a sponsor. Probably never, ever, oh, ever never will, will be. be. No, 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 no. That's just where we buy our... our oh, hopefully they don't I'm, hear this. We are not sponsors. <laughs> allegedly. You know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> they would hate us. Okay. Oh, man. That's funny. 
What are you guys buying? Potpourri mix. Potpourri mix. <laughs> How fast can we say that? For Jesus. Drop it low for Jesus. Sorry, oh dear. I can't believe they made a song like that. But yeah. you know what? I respect yeah, I'm her. Not surprised at all. I respect that girl because she said what she felt. She's like, listen, I'm a little bit ghetto and I'm okay with that. And when I feel the Holy Spirit, I feel like dropping it low for Jesus. Girl, yes, because I will drop it low for Jesus. That's how I feel. He's a good spirit. He came here. Y'all just bastardized his purpose. Anyways, moving on. Move wow. forward. We're not touching Slightly it. off topic. Oh, God, I can't do it. Anytime I think about the church, I go. You get a little crazy, I know. Mm. Flames flicker. Hey, girl. I, like, like flames, flames on, on the, the side, side of, of my, my head. head. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, must buy for next week. <laughs> We're doing our shopping list. Next week. <laughs> so, a bottle of Starney seeds. Um, and we have, we have Wugmore. Wugmore. Yeah, you like that? I have mugwort. I have gr- rubbed mugwort. So I have mugwort. It's not the leaves. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, so I don't know if we need the leaves. But let's see if we can find some leaves. Yeah. There's this place in over Rensselaer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, write it, from here, I'll right? write it down. No, it's not far from here. I'll write it down because, you know, we're not sponsoring. <laughs> and I, 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 yet again, I don't want to say uh, another name. We only want sponsors so we can quit our jobs and do this full time. That's all. Our goals, mm-hmm. I was going to say, aren't selfish, but I guess that is a little. Mm-hmm. But, see, know, mostly, like, when I think about my work and I try to, like, uh, hone it and, like I said, do it for yourself, I always try to try to find out how I can use it to help others. And Me I always too. find that that's, that's when the magic comes from the best place, is when you're yes. really just helping others. I love that. Yes. Because Why have a gift if you can't? If you share it like that. Exactly. If you're not doing it for people, but you know, yourself and others. Because in helping yourself, you give from overflow. Mm -hmm. And it's the overflow that is the bountiful part. It's the overflow that is filled to all the magic and you're giving to others. Because if you're giving from a tank that's half full or or half empty, you're giving people stress. Well, you're giving them shit work. Yeah. So if I'm not feeling it. I'll just I'll say that. Yeah. So it's like I I like to give to my, I do it because I give to myself and others because I need to give from a place of overflow and I'm very happy. Cool. I'm excited about that. This yeah. little project. Can't wait to take pictures of it. Oh, yes. you see, I put my staying on Instagram. I did. I know. I was like, why didn't I share that? Because it's such a big. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. The next thing I want to ever talk about is bisoms because I want to decorate it. We got to make some. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. We have enough woods now to choose from. So. Yeah. But, so, you know, like my topic, sorry guys, we got off topic, but yeah, <laughs> that is us. Well, kind of. Yeah. We got our, our yeah. shopping list for the mugwort. The mugwort and the starny seeds. But, you know, I think it's very important that we talk about herbs that will help us and as I learn like I give I you know I always give credit to the people that help me to you know put everything together and I've been working with mugwort for for a year now like you know when we did our big order what early Mm -hmm. this year Mm -hmm. I've had mugwort 
I've been drinking mugwort. I've used mugwort in my protection herbs and like my candle magic. And I, you know, not realizing mugwort is calling me. So I'm waking up to my herbs. And my next move is I'm, you know, hoping I can find a herbal class, honestly. Hmm, that would be really fun. Yeah. So that's something I want to do. Hmm. I think Everywhere. being a herbologist is something that I want to look into truly. Well, I know there's like this erudic, like, yeah, there are, they're out there. I don't know if anything's local. I mean, mm -hmm. it might have to be something online. Yeah. But yeah. It'd be nice if there was something local that I can go to, but definitely online. It might have to be, yeah. It's what it's going to be. But hmm. I'm always a constant I mean, right now learner. we really are. Yeah, we're self-teaching every day. I mean. Every day. That's. That's mm -hmm. the way to do it. Excellent. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, this is actually true. Well, not that don't say things that are true. Sorry. Um, <laughs> when I was, I don't know, 16, 17 years old, I found this, like, dried thing. It looked like a star. Mm -hmm. And it smelled really, really good. And I didn't know what it was. And I kept it in my purse. And whenever I would get stressed, mm -hmm. I would take it out and I'd smell it. And I had this thing. Ten years had to be. Mm-hmm. Because when I finally, like, and this is through, through marriage and everything, um, and then one day I was going through my purses, you know, just like refilling and everything, yeah. and I found it and it had split in two, and I was so sad. I was like, oh, I had this thing in my purse just because I liked it. I liked the way it smelled, and my purse smelled good. I didn't know, and again, didn't know what it was. It was a star anise. Mm. Now that we're talking about it, I'm like, oh my God, cause I think you were saying carrying it around, and I was like, yeah. that's what that was all that time and I didn't know I honestly looking back didn't know what it was and it was a good size one and yeah that's what I would do I would yeah. I would just take it out smell it <laughs> like a little security and then put it back and it's just um that's really funny but it was I think you said you carried it for love yeah. it came um, to you you saw right here I mean god I was a kid but yeah I remember that's why I say things like I've been doing witchcraft my whole life and didn't know no it because even then yeah. I didn't know what that was I just knew I wanted it on me yeah. with me all the time and it brought me yeah. a little bit of peace um, yeah. Let's see. It says, so the seeds are burnt as incense, um, increase your psychic powers, and are also worn as beads. Sometimes our anise is placed on the altar. Yeah, I know you. It is also carried as yeah. a general love bringer. Mm -hmm. It's just cool. Whenever stuff like that comes back to my memories, it just it always gets me. Mm -hmm. Can't help it. That's crazy. Just keep a little star anise on you. Yeah. So it's like, you know, better you know what? <laughs> I haven't used any of those little sachets we had bought. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I haven't either. And I was like, all right, I think it's they're time really to small. start making some little mojo bags, though. But, yeah, but they're nice because they are small enough that you can carry. I mean, no one will know you're carrying no, them. But no, they're so small, you only need a little pinch of each thing in it, though. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm not good at keeping things small. Even my tea bags end up being yeah, like, like big ass tea bags. Like things that we can't not like. Okay, yep. <laughs> move forward. <sighs> okay, so is it my turn? Yes. So I have to figure out how I'm going to do my notes and continue to record. So I guess we'll see how this ends up sounding. So I'm going to actually. Okay, so my topic today is going to be purple loose streak, um, also called lithrum. Salicaria. So again, I picked this topic because I found it while walking the dog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but honestly, it's so I, I can't wait to take you down the road. It's so beautiful and there's so much of it. Um, 
and we talk so much about being herbalists, like, but <laughs> nice to use the things in our own backyard. I mean, it's good to yeah. plant things and all that, but it's like, if you know what the uses are like, and again, that we have a lot of that purple clover or red clover. And mm -hmm. I, again, I want to, that might be another topic because I know that's good for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I just can't tell you exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so the first thing I found out about this when I started researching it online is that it is hated. It is a highly invasive species that has taken over the globe. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is a local flower. It's so pretty. And then it was like, no, it's found everywhere but a few places. It was brought here in the 1800s, like the seeds, mm -hmm. and it just takes over everything. In fact, it's illegal to plant in most states. Oh. There might be a few states I'm missing. I know it's illegal in New York because that was the first thing they were like, you cannot plant this because it's like, it just takes over. And they said, yeah, in swampy, reedy areas, which is where we live. Yeah, sorry. Um, like I said, cattails, but it is, they're there. Now, the reason they consider them invasive is because their roots just like suck up all the nutrients. Oh. So, but, so, but reading enough about it, so like for years it's been considered an invasive species that they want to get under control. They created, or I don't know, something about a beetle to try to destroy it, which is never, a good thing. don't you watch sci-fi movies, whatever, but I don't know if it worked or not. But so they've tried all these things, pesticides to get rid of it, which is just putting more shit in the ground, which I, I just don't understand the logic. So it turns out, recently, they're finding that it's actually beneficial. Now, Daisy, you are so loud. No, so, worse than your father. So other than it being highly invasive, which means pretty much, you know, if you plant it, it's very hard to control. Yeah. So I, I, that's a, I agree with that. It's like if there's something that's just going to take over at, uh, to the detriment of other plants around it, mm -hmm. yeah, you have to be able to control it. But... There's so many good properties about it that even it's on WebMD and they're like, and they don't, of course they don't support, you know, everything with herbs they're really, yeah. but it's on there. And they're like, even though it's traditionally a medicine, they're like, it's not used. And I'm like, this thing grows like crazy. It has medicinal properties. Mm -mm. Why aren't we connecting the dots here? But anyway, sorry, I'm off my, I'll stop. I'm sorry. Get a little political, but anyway, so it grows everywhere and they're finding that yes, it is. The roots go deep enough that not only is it leaching the soils and the nutrients, but it's leaching up all the shit, too, and using it to grow. So if you have, um, I don't want to say like a gas spill, but something where there's things in the ground that have to yeah. be cleaned up, planting a bunch of this will soak it up. So it, it's like, it's a filter for the it's earth. A, yep, yep. Oh. And bees and all pollinating insects love it. And what do we have a problem with lately? Bees, bees saving the bees and so it's like you, you use it to filter the earth mm -hmm. and then it still produces mm -hmm. food mm -hmm. for in insects. insects which are very needed which are then food for other things to thrive mm -hmm. the earth is like back off bitch there's a reason that this is here and side point they're beautiful Super I mean, they're super, they're super I just pretty. picked a little tiny piece to bring it here. And this isn't even the big, I was trying to look for the leaves here because the leaves are the mostly mm. the medicinal part of it. Um, but when you, when we walk it, you're going to see, it's just a field and just like these side rows of just yeah, And the purple. purple's just like, come, come here. Yeah. It's a gorgeous purple. Suckle. So the, Suckle <laughs> the flowers, of course, that's for the, you know, what the pollinators like, but the flowers were mm -hmm. used for centuries for dye. Because, I mean, you've got to use a lot of them, but you could use it. It was actually, um, it's in my notes. I don't want to. I can I don't see wanna... how that gives you a beautiful magenta. So the Greek, I think this is Greek or Latin. Lithrum. Yeah. 
So the lithrum actually translates to bloody gore. I love that. I don't know why, but that's because it comes in a variety of colors, but when you do create a dye, apparently that's what it looks like. A and that's how gore. a bloody gore. So I'm like, ooh, red. So yeah. Bloody red color. Uh, so let me see if I can get into, I get into my notes. Okay, so like lycra I love that it's like, wasn't that, um, ooh, ooh, the other one I did was one of the lycra families. Um, the lupine, the lupine, Ooh. another lupine family, another purple, purple bitch too. Oh. Daisy. All right. So some of the folk names for it, because I like, I love this stuff. It's the spiked loosestrife, purple lithrum, blooming sally, which I love. Blooming sally. Blooming sally. I don't know why I have to research that one. Purple willow herb, rainbow weed, bouquet violet, and purple spiked willow strife. So its energies, its energetics are cool, dry, and moist. Um... And its taste is kind of cooling and sweet. So, uh, Flowering Sally. Uh, again, I love that name. So, uh, the gender is feminine. The planet is the moon. The element is earth. And the parts used, like I mentioned, are pretty much the flowers and the leaves. They say you can use the stems and roots um, to make teas. But everything I read on it was kind of like, be careful. Um, yeah. Just because it's a very strong... Because of the qualities that we're going to talk about, what its medical uses are... You don't need a lot. It's, yeah. it's a, and, and the root systems are enormous, so it would probably be very tempting to dry them out and use them a lot, but I think it's one of those very, very strong things that you can use. Um, and you know what, too? The, the, the planet. Like, when you look at a plant, I think it's important to look at the planet. The planet is the moon. The moon talks about the, what's what lies in the shadows, mm -hmm. like what... And not the, in a bad no, no, way. No, no, but the hidden things. It's like, what are the hidden things? What is here that shouldn't be here that needs to be seen? What is the unseen? This takes care of the unseen. Well, definitely. <laughs> because it's um, medicinally, it's mostly used to treat diarrhea and dysentery. So that would be the leaves made into a tea mm -hmm. um, or a tincture. This used to kill people. Well, part of the notes, and it's like I'll get to it, is um, this was used, like this was a traditional medicine that's just not used today. I, I really, I don't know if they found something similar, better. Yeah. Um, because when there were bouts of dysentery, like wiping out colonies, yeah. this is what they used to try to, yeah. to try to tame that. So the powers of the flowers and the, um, the plant is peace and protection, magical uses. So this is just one, the one magical use I found, but there's lots of interesting things on this. It says placed in the corners of each room, this herb restores harmony and brings peace. Give to a friend to help settle an argument. And it brings about protection and peaceful energies when placed in the home. The plant was considered most powerful when gathered on the summer solstice, which were passed, unfortunately. But one could uh, one could control demons and troublesome spirits with the root if the following words were chanted over it. Your lights it. literally just did flickered. When you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to control my demons. Huh? Anyway, um. <laughs> you got no yeah. <laughs> So, so this is the sacred. So before the sacred images are used, you're gonna and with the with the roots, you can chant. Tearweed, tearweed, you have wept long and much, but gained little. May your tears not drown the open field, nor your cries sound over the deep blue sea. Frighten off the demons and the witches. <laughs> if they do not submit to you, then drown them in your tears. If they run from your glance, throw them over cliffs and into pits. May my words be firm and strong for hundreds of years. Ooh. I know, I like that. That's okay. Everything's supposed to banish witches, and it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. 
doesn't do it at all. They're like, it protects you from witches. It's like, well, who's using it, bitch? All right, so let me see if I can start. Oh, there's so many things. Okay. Okay, so a little bit about everything. So, loose strife has been favored by American beekeepers since 1800s um, because it is a native plant and it helps bee populations. Um, the pollinators depend on the late season blooms to make enough food to get through winter. So that's actually, that's a good point because it does bloom from, I believe, June into late September, early October. Oh, so, in a constant, in a constant bloomage. So yeah, it produces enough nectar that it keeps things going. Okay, so purple loose strife got its name for its similar insect-repelling actions of that of yellow loose strife. Farmers used to hang the plants around the yokes of their oxen and workhorses to keep the biting insects from agitating their animals. Another reason why I thought I might hang it around the house. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, the leaves were used as a vulnerary to a vulnerary to stop active bleeding, either as a poultice or taken as tea. The name lithrum comes from the Greek. Oh, I was right. It was Greek. Uh, lithron, which loosely translated means bloody gore, and could be a reference to the flowers being used as the natural red dye or the colors the leaves turn in the autumn. Purple loosestrife was used as a hide tanning agent owing to its astringent properties. Um, it also has a history of being used for gastroenteritis, dysentery, ulcers, liver, fevers, constipation, a lot of, uh, a lot of gut health type of things. Again, you could use it as an infusion. The herb was gargled and swished for sores in the mouths and throat. I don't think you actually swallowed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, <laughs> Culpepper, Culpepper, I like that name, cleanses and heals all foul ulcers whatsoever by washing them with the water or laying them on a green leaf or two. The water, when warmed and used or even drunk, cures the evils of the throat. Good to know. Well, it has astringent properties, so I imagine as long as, yeah, that's what you're using it for. So you just soak it in um, water? You can, you can. So I have two ways of using it that I'm going to talk about. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, not this more than that, but Mm -hmm. two of the most common ways. Um, It's an ophthalmolic astringent used in the winter diarrheas of the northern country, also as a tea and to make beer. Now that, I don't know. i got to look into that because that would be really cool. Mm Um, and again, purple loosestrife seeds came into New York on a cargo ship in the 1800s. It was originally planted as an ornamental flower for its showy purple spikes um, and just how, how pretty it was and how quickly it spread, which at first was probably nice because mm-hmm. it's pretty, but then no. Um, they grow in wetter soils where water meets the land, such as the margins of lakes, soggy drainage ditches, exactly where we are, mm-hmm. uh, marshy areas, wetlands. Um, it can also tolerate drier growing seasons, but in a wet, sunny, open meadow, it can form large drifts, becoming a monocrop. I imagine because it kills everything else. Mm-hmm. It is now listed as a highly invasive plant in much of the eastern U.S. Some states go even, even go so far as, it, as to make it illegal to plant, sell, or even possess <coughs> Sorry, possess purple loosestrife. So that's New York. We're one of them. (laughs) Well, it's obviously not illegal to have because it grows everywhere, but I think if you, because you can buy seeds and plant it, but I think if you get caught doing that here, and there's no reason to, it's so prolific. So it can now be found in most of Canada and all of the United States, save for a few southernmost states. Despite being vilified, the plant does have its champions in the scientific world who beg us to reconsider our feelings of eradicating it. Uh, in the same vein, the paper that we talked about argues, argues that the plant is not the bully we are made to believe it is, and that the biological control methods being implemented to control it could potentially cause more harm in the long run 
Like I said, that's mm-hmm. never that never is good. Mm-mm. I just stop trying to control nature. I mean, oh, anyway. <coughs> so they want to tell nature what to do. It's just Earth tends to heal itself if you just leave her alone. Stop fucking with her. Because they know her. It's a she, and they're like, "But we are men." Yeah, we got to control it. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into that. Um, studies. <laughs> Studies are also being done on purple leaf stripes' ability to filter and remove toxins from the environments in which it grows. It can tolerate high lead, lead levels in a polluted habitat. That's real. See, mm-hmm. men. Anyway, let me go. Sorry. The single. <laughs> this is hard though. A single plant. A single plant can create 2.7 million seeds in one year. Damn. It's a little invasive. Um, and I guess the seeds, because I was like, oh, seeds. But I guess they're like, um, they're, they're like tiny grains, like almost like a salt grain. Oh. Which is probably why when the wind hits, boom, I mean, just probably just everywhere. Just takes them everywhere. Yep. Uh, there are three different types of flowers among purple loosestrife plants. Uh, each plant has only one type, but one of the other two types to pollinate. The central stem of the plant grows to around six feet tall with branching stems that curve inward, which you're going to see when we walk. They're huge. I mean, they're really... Like I said, if you've seen cattails, they're up and above the cattails, yeah. so they're enormous. Oh, they're bigger than cattails? Oh, yeah, they're... Well, they're about as tall or a little taller. I think they're about as tall, and then the, the flowers are like the last stem that strikes out, and those are what bend over a little bit, and that's the part, like this part right here in your book. Okay. Um, so that's the part that's taller. Uh, poople... Pur- poople. Mm-hmm. Purple. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. That's the best part. I am stone cold sober. Purple loosestrife is lesser known as a medicinal, probably because it's mainly thought of in a negative context as an invasive plant, which I feel like is only the last 200 mm-hmm. years, right? Um, it has actions as both astringent and a mucilant, making it appropriate for conditions where tone and moisture need to be restored to tissue. Uh, an herbalist named Jim McDonald states that adding more leaves and stem to the medicine brings forth more astringent qualities while more flowering tops heighten the moisturing action. So I was thinking about the, using the flowering tops for like a tincture for like when your throat is sore. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be kind of a cool one. Um, the This makes purple loosestrife appropriate for addressing the symptoms of diarrhea, bacterial or amoebic dysentery, IBS, leaky gut, and also as a gargle for sore throat. Uh... It's also, I guess it's good for nosebleeds, and if you chew on the stems, it can help treat, like, your bleeding gum type type of things, like, mm. staunches it, I guess. Um, topically, purple loosestrife can be used to treat varicose veins, eczema, sores, and wounds. I've also seen it in skincare products as a nutritive cooling astringent. So this was, like, not one of the bigger things it does. Like, they're like, it helps a little, like... Mm-hmm. Some things are like, this is used as a poultice. It's one of the best things. Whereas this is really more of use for like the gut health. And like, I think some of these things help a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was interesting that it says an extract of the lithrum was shown to have a clear antimicrobial activity against E. coli, as well as an antifungal activity against um, a study of the, uh, I was going to say it wrong, candida. The, you know, when you get candida, it's another, it's, is it's it another worm. No, uh, I think it's when you're. Oh. It's like thrush. Do you mm. know what thr- it's kind of like it, it's. I don't know. It's not an infection. It's hard to describe. I feel like I should I've know heard more. Thrush. Right. So, but it can. It's all about your that, that gut health. Like everything's off. Like your yeah. things. So it's like it's going to help with that, which I thought 
is so cool because, you know, now modern, yeah, we're fine. But think about when you had dysentery. If you had stomach issues hundreds of years, I mean, you died. Mm-hmm. You, you, di- you didn't get kaopecte. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just died. You died from <laughs> so, I mean, it sounds like, oh, that's just nice. We have this. But back then, I mean, yeah, they had to find mm-hmm. these things. So, anywho, mm-hmm. let me see if I can find... Um, I'm thinking, how would you make an astringent? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's in your book. We should look up how to make astringent. I mean, it, it has astringent properties. So I feel like even if you soak the leaves in water and made like a gooey poultice, like a sloppy, you know, mm-hmm. and put it where it needed to go, say on a, a, a moist mm-hmm. rash or something gross like that, it would naturally be more astringent. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, I'm not going to drop it on me. You. No, no, you're fine. Um, so the two the two ways that I finally found, because they don't, I don't know, they don't encourage, it's not that they don't encourage its use, but literally if you go to look it up, all you're going to find is, it's invasive, get rid of it, burn it. You know, it's like, that's all anybody cares about. So it was very hard to find people that use it. Yeah, they just don't like it. And it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, so taken as a tea, mm-hmm. it says one to two teaspoons dried herb steeped for one hour mm-hmm. and then taken two to three times a day. So, um, and that would be the leaves. Mm-hmm. You'd pick the leaves and do it that Let way. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess the flowers, the flowers are certainly fine. They just don't have as many qualities other than making it pretty and a different color, mm-hmm. which is also important. Taken as a tincture, this is the one I think I was going to try to do with either brandy. I think they recommended vodka. It doesn't say, but I feel like I read vodka somewhere. A lot of tinctures, they say brandy but, or vodka. See, I prefer vodka, rum. I think they're trying to stay away from the sugar, because I think mm-hmm. brandy on its own has so many nice medicinal qualities. And it mm-hmm. adds a little bit, there is sugar in it, so it adds a little bit of flavor. But like mm-hmm. if you do ginger brandy, or I do a lot of blackberry brandy, I don't know. I, I, I like it. Um, I think it's vodka or like an Everclear if you're just staying as close to pure alcohol as you right, can. They just want. And they just, you know, and I mean, the it's rum just the. Because it's made from sugar cane. Sugar. So it's like, so I, I don't know like if the sugar breaks the down sugars. the. Yeah. So I think it's, it also goes to how long your tinctures last. So if you're using something that's pure alcohol. You're calling me now. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, if you're using this pure alcohol, you're going to stick to those plant qualities. They're going to probably stay gin? pure. Yeah, I think any of the clear. The okay. clear liquors is what they encourage. But I use the brandies. I think it, like, I made it for, like, winter medicine for my throat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it just tastes better. But probably doesn't last long if the sugars break down the nutrients. So you, instead of mm-hmm. having something for years, you probably should use it within within the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's most things, too. But I feel like the clear liquors would keep things longer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so taken as a tincture, prepared 1 to 5. That's the ratio. Dry mm-hmm. extract... 30% alcohol, and then 40 to 60 drops three to four times a day, which is not hard to do. You don't have to count them, but, you know, a little bit of a syringe of worth. That's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just thought it was great. I knew it was something that if um, I got to talk about, you'd probably be like, I want it. And I'm like, that's so cool because it's growing in the backyard, mm-hmm. so we can definitely have it. Um, it was kind of like the lupine. I did... I did finally go out there and, and gather a whole bunch, which is why I have a whole jar of dried lupine. So, always yeah. nice. Oh, wait, oh, where did you... Oh, when we were over... When we were at home, at your yeah. home. Yeah, that's where the lupine... I don't have any... Well, I don't know if I have lupine here. Because it only flowers in the spring. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'll find out next year. But, yeah. So, that's Flowering Sally.
<laughs> um, and again, I, I mean, look up, look up the roots, the roots usage, and, and be careful with it because I think it is a very strong root system. Did you look up um, astringents? Like yeah, how to make astringents? They don't no? tell us how to make astringents in here. They tell us how to make poultices. Poultices. Yeah. Which I guess if something has an astringent quality, you it know, will pull it right. out in there. Yeah. Yeah. Which I really haven't tried, and I should, because for Brian, it would probably be really helpful. I think I did want to use something we talked about a while back. Shoot, I think it was you. I think it was might have been the Blue Lotus, which is mm -hmm. not easy to get either. But no. I wanted to make him a little poultice. But, but yeah, so that was my topic, and I'm enjoying good. it. So, I'm, I mean, we're going to go pick it, and we're going to go put it in the corners of our home. Yeah. And I'm going to, of course, harvest some leaves. Oh, and side point. Um, the best time to harvest it, even though it blooms from, I believe I said June to like early October, yeah. they said the best time to harvest it is spring, like when it first starts blooming yeah. or not even starts blooming for the leaves because yeah. the more nutrients are going to the leaves and they're not flowering yet. Yeah. Um, so for the teas and stuff, but then of course, I mean, you'll see they're huge and purple. I think if you want to get the flowers... But, I mean, really, you can gather at any time. But if you want those stronger properties um, in your leaves. Definitely, that's what yeah. I want leaves. So, but we're going to harvest it anyway tonight. <laughs> All right, so um, you're going to start with your oracle? Yeah, so... Oh, you know what I want to do, though? Oh, wait, no, I think that's okay. Never mind, just to give me. I was going to... No, I was going to stop it and start it again, but then I'll just... Uh, right. I think it sounded okay. We'll yes. see. So, I'm not going to go into this super long... I'm gonna draw three cards. Wait, what deck are we working with? We are looks working like a with mm -hmm. the Divine Feminine hmm. Oracle. That's why it looks like that. Tarot. It's just the Divine Egg. Ugh, okay. Jumpy, jumpy. It's our slotty. Okay. This week. What, what to look out for, what right? What are we looking out for this week? In what area? Home. Home is jumping out at me in my head. Mm -hmm. Saraswati, the goddess of self-knowledge. The essence of who I am flows effortlessly into everything I create. All right. So what do you need to create? What, is, what are the tasks at home that you are needing to focus on? Co-create with spirit. You need to tap into yourself to work on. And we're going to read more about it from the book. Quan Yin. Goddess of Compassion. I recognize suffering in order to release it. Curiosity breeds compassion. Hmm. I think sometimes we need to recognize when someone else is suffering and it's not our suffering. So release it. Okay, this is whatever is happening is it's not yours and you know it because you've been looking for the source of this dis-ease that you are <laughs> in and you can't put a finger on it and it's blocking whatever you need to create. So Kuan Yin is coming in to you to say, use that curious mind of yours and go in and think, why am I feeling this way? And when you truly cannot find why within yourself, it's because you're taking up your compassionate heart, your em em empathic heart is picking up on someone else's pain. pain. 
release it. It's not yours. You can still, you know, empathize, but release it. It's not yours. But make sure it's upright, please. Isis. I was going to say, it looks like Isis. But her name is Aset, so I'll call her Aset. But Isis is, so Isis is a Greek name for the Egyptian spirit Aset. It's a beautiful part. She is a spirit of magic. Sexual energy is sacred. My pleasure is a prayer that brings me back to life. I want you to hear that. Sexual energy is sacred. Sex is sacred, okay? And it does not matter if you are having multiple partners. Understand sex is sacred. So make sure you and whomever you are sleeping with is treating your body as sacred, okay? Make sure the act is not because you're trying to find release and running from something. However you use your body should be sacred. It should mm -hmm. be sacred. Alright? My pleasure is a prayer that brings me back to life. This to me is also saying that somebody is getting it on and it is <laughs> reawakening them. That's what I'm getting too. Mm -hmm. Like somebody is about to have super reconnective magical Kundalini sex. I wonder if they're going to be creating anything. Yeah. It's going to open up. Ooh, so, release what is not yours. Walk away from energies that is not yours. Walk away from the feelings of hurt, betrayal that is not yours. Release it, release it, release it, release it. Because whatever, whomever is coming through, this, you understand and this person will understand that your body is sacred and sex is a sacred act. And it's going to literally release and awaken within you something that is going to just be this creative force. Mm. It's like there's this is a song, um, Florence and the Machine. Oh, bedroom hints. We're gonna play just a little bit of it. This is, this is what's going to happen. you guys to but go listen to it for yeah yourself. that is a great i got I, maybe i'll try to post the lyrics too because yeah. it might have been hard to hear but yeah those are as always with florence but lyrics oh it's the last part where it's like i'm not here looking for absolution because i found myself an old 
absolution. <laughs> I'm not here looking for yeah. absolution because I have found myself an old solution. Love, sex, magic, whatever it is, understand this. Your body is your temple. Your body is your altar. And sexual energy is sacred. Good read. Yeah. Someone out there is getting some. Yeah. I was like, whew. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Alrighty. So, a little bit of tarot. I'm not even going to ask the question. I'm just going to see what comes to me. Mm hmm. Always a good first card to start with. It always is. The death card. Queen of Swords. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Six of Cups. Yeah. All right. So the death card. And uh, reading, doing this reading, you guys can decide how it applies to you. Um, death is not usually literal death. It is the death of something. It is the end of a cycle. Um, and can be a new beginning, which it's going to be. Mm -hmm. So this death card in the first position is just telling us that uh, something is ending and it's generally a good thing based on the cards around it, which we'll discuss because the cards around it are definitely good. So it's the ending of something uh, that had to come to the last cycle and you are finally at that point and you need to, as Cola's Oracle told us, release it. Um, don't fight it. You, you really can't anyway. Mm -hmm. um, when the death of something comes, the death of something comes, yeah. and um, whether it's, honestly, whether it's positive or negative, mm -hmm. you're, you need to move on and grow from it. Mm -hmm. um, and that is the next card, the Queen of Swords, that is what she is telling you. Um, again, very feminine, very read, feminine. similar type of reading. Um, the Queen of Swords knows her shit. Um, the card we have before us is this beautiful woman holding a sword. Um, and she's in complete control of it. She can see through the bullshit. Um, she's a powerful woman. She's not meek. If anything, she can be a little bit sharp-tongued. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's where you need to be. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's time for you to be the queen of swords. Swords mm -hmm. can be generally your thoughts, um, your intellect. Uh, so don't, don't hide that. Don't be quiet. Mm -hmm. um, if you need to be literally verbal for what you have to say, then go ahead and say it. Now it's time to slash through the bullshit with that sword. Um, the last card that we're reading is the Six of Cups. Mm -hmm. So again, I'm really curious how we would bring all this together. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Um, so the last card is the Six of Cups, which in my deck is really cool. Um, it has the Six Cups overflowing with flowers and mm -hmm. abundance. And like I said, it talks about childhood. There has this wonderful cat in the front of it, kind of the curiosity mm -hmm. goes right along with everything you're saying. Pretty mm -hmm. much everything but the sex part. But you know, I don't know. The Queen of Swords, she's she's got it going mm -hmm. on. Um, but I'm wondering what cycle is restarting mm -hmm. for people that whatever is gone is and died, um, you're restarting as the queen of it. But mm -hmm. it might be something from your past. It might be something that mm -hmm. has has been happening all along mm -hmm. and now is the time to step up as that queen of swords and mm -hmm. it's it's a good read it's mm -hmm. it's something good it might not be something good from your past necessarily mm -hmm. but it's good in the fact that you are now able to move forward good, you're yeah. letting that negative energy of whatever mm -hmm. was happening in your past which again the six of cups card is beautiful but that's mm -hmm. kind of what it focuses on mm -hmm. and 
you're starting a new cycle. Yeah. So if it's family, friends from the past, high school, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is, um, you're now letting the death of that happen, mm-hmm. and you're rising as so the queen. So you can move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm getting from the cards mm-hmm. this week. However, you all want to apply it, um, mm-hmm. but always, uh, it is always funny when you get. We get a lot of major arcana cards when I do my yeah. readings. Yeah. I mean, even one out of three is a lot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll take some pictures of these. But when you look at it together, right? It that's even, And that's what's crazy. That Again, right? they kind of go Because it's, a, it's like at some point, you literally, when I look at them together, right? I, when you put the tarot mm-hmm. now with it, it's the messages. You have come to and will be coming to an absolute end of a past situation like Linda said the six of cups it's a it, it talks about past it talks about childhood it talks about past and anything that from that is in within within your past or from your past that has kind of controlled you in a sense of how you live your life it's dying well your Quinn Kuan Yin card says, yeah. I recognize suffering yeah. in order to release it. Yeah. Most it's... people's suffering from their childhood and past, yeah. we, 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 we push down. We, we, push we cork down, it yeah. and we don't think about it. And mm-hmm. honestly, as adults, we really don't get over it. No. Um, and it could be it could be something as you know, simple yeah. or it could be very deep trauma. It could mm-hmm. be either one. But this is I telling you. this is the control one right here. Yeah. It's a swarthy. But it's telling you to let it die. It's yeah. telling you to let it go. And that's not easy either. It's not going to be so easy. Because that's so ingrained if it's something from yeah. childhood. But um, you know what I want to say to you guys? Don't let release. Don't hold on tight to it. It's not a badge for you. It's not an identity marker. Because the more you hold on to something that you need to release, the more you create a tower for yourself. There's no tower here. It's literally mm-hmm. a, a death. The death card is saying this ends. Yep, it's a moving forward card. And now we're going to something new. And just because yours was so much with sexual energy, it just reminds me of people that are in my support group with the trauma mm-hmm. weave. And I'm not saying they were all sexually traumatized, but the way, and again, we've discussed this, the way we are raised to look at sex and our own sexual energy and how we use our bodies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were taught, and this is across most, mm-hmm. I mean, people around, I mean, we're just taught it was wrong, it's bad, you're bad, you, you know, your body is, mm-hmm. and it's like, this is, if that's part of your childhood trauma, and as a woman, probably most of us have that, Yeah. ISIS is telling you it's okay. I yeah. mean, it's like, it's all kind of comes together, especially if it's some, something mm-hmm. from childhood yeah. you've been taught, and I think a lot of women have been taught that. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't yeah. get control of their bodies and they're not allowed to and yeah. I love that our readings go there. Yeah, That's so cool. Yeah, I feel like like we definitely talked about the divine feminine is saying to us, it yeah, talk about it. I talk about it. Be in control of your body yeah. and enjoy it. And enjoy it. And don't let the past like the way mm-hmm. you were taught. Yeah. Don't let it stop you. So our swati, right? The effortless. What she says. The essence of. Who I am flows effortlessly into everything I create. I like that too. That's yeah. beautiful. The essence of who you are. So yeah. a little bit of your magic is in everything. Exactly. And my queen of swords is I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I stand resolute in that power. And she's a bad bitch. This ends. This. this well, cutting this, through the bullshit. That's yeah. The swords to me is always cutting through the bullshit. This and, Yep. This I ends. agree. I love that we agree with each other. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All, All right. right.
right. <laughs> so another week done. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we do. Uh, find us at the Kinky Witch Tees yeah. on Instagram, the Green Witch Tarot, and of course, Coven of Two. Twah. <laughs> uh, so that's it that wraps yeah. it up for this week I'll, as always please uh, try to contact us through any means necessary please 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 we just we love hearing from you guys um, we'll take pictures and we will be back like comment share mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. alright bye bye